At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. No investigation necessary. Welcome to VEASAN's F1 betting podcast. It's lights out, away we go, go, go. Oh, Checo is a legend. Absolute animal. The only F1 handicap you'll ever need. Mikey, this is the right. But the championship can only be won by one. Here are your hosts, F1 technical analyst, Mikhail Miranda, and betting expert, Ben Wilson. All right, back for another episode, the VEASAN Formula One betting podcast, and you know, just because I was gone last week, Mikhail, did not mean that uh, you, you, know, you really missed a beat here. Solid week for you at the Monaco Grand Prix. I missed you. I was in Phoenix doing uh, college baseball postseason play-by-play all week, but I was still keeping tabs. Don't worry. And even though it ended up being a pretty anticlimactic race, I was a little bit surprised we didn't have more. Uh, we didn't have more incidents once the rain started to fall. But once again, Max Verstappen. You said rolls. anticlimactic. Did you not watch what Haas did? Okay. Did you not right, watch what Aston Martin and Fernando Alonso did? Come on. It was not anticlimactic until about lap 50-ish. <laughs> okay. After that, there was a lot of climb, a lot of things just unraveling. And then we saw what teams are capable of and not capable of. So, yeah. Okay, that, I'll, I'll at least give you that. That's fair. Uh, he's Mikhail Miranda, by the way. Uh, I'm Ben Wilson. We're back. Another episode, and we'll have the full uh, preview show for the Spanish Grand Prix. We go right into Barcelona this week, so it'll be a, a, it's a very busy time right now in the F1, uh, in the F1 slate. And my, you know, my big question for you just coming out of the weekend, in a race where Monaco is so dependent on qualifying, how many legitimate takeaways can you really have rest of year when, say, like like a Checo Perez, as soon as he as soon as he uh, he screws it up in qualifying, you knew he was toast. And on a track, you just can't really pass people very effectively. So, how much did you really take away, just as a whole, from the weekend? Where, like, yeah, we know the Red Bull are insanely fast, uh, but how much from some of these other teams, like from a Mercedes who made some upgrades and obviously finished four or five? How much could you really take away from the race, considering it was such a qualifying base type track? So when it comes to a track like Monaco, you are not looking at team performance. Now you're looking at individual driver performance. And are we going to see an evolution of them throughout the weekend? 
set a standard and maybe next year if this is the same driver lineup retained for next season as well you're going to compare them to this season setting the benchmark for the rookies such as Nick DeVries you also have uh, Logan Sargent right so all these rookies are in there you you want to see how they fared against this track because this is the most technical track there is in the race calendar no doubt well and it, like unless you I've I've been there it's when you're there in person not for the race just you know just in general like you, you can't really appreciate just the technical aspect of that track until you actually walk it and you're there in person and it's not just the you know the hairpin that everybody knows like just walking around the streets and you just see like oh my god this thing is this is ridiculous my old my whole point with that is this is it's such a it's such a spectacle it's such a unique race it is the crown jewel of the formula one calendar that that's my, my hesitation is saying all right well are we ready to say uh, you know are we ready to say that just because you know say a uh, Sergio Perez, he gets stuck behind, you know, behind a bunch of slow cars, couldn't really pass anybody because of a, a bad mistake in qualifying. Is that really enough to now say, all right, well, we're we're gonna we're gonna downgrade him and, and upgrade uh, somebody else? So let me put it to you this way: Perez versus Fernando Alonso, who, despite a bit of some tire issues, he said after the race there was no way I was gonna uh, gonna beat Max. He was happy with second, and is actually twelve points within Perez now for second in the overall driver standings. More points rest of the year. Would you say Perez, Red Bull, or Alonso? in that very fast Aston Martin. Alonso on the Aston Martin. This is not bias or anything. This just comes down to the caliber of Fernando Alonso now. He is a two-time world champion. He's in a car that's looking to chase after its very first championship with a CEO who set this commitment the moment he bought the team. He's like, I have one thing within five years to make this a championship title team, to contend against Red Bull, Ferrari, Mercedes. I believe they're ahead of schedule, and I believe that Sergio Perez, if he does not get his act together in the rep for the rest of the season, he could see himself drop back behind the order, right? And when I say get his act together, I mean really get his act together. Right now, Sergio Perez is only inching away from Fernando Alonso due to the car that Red Bull has created. Yeah, well, and it's why, I mean, you go back and people who watched the recent uh, season of Drive to Survive, even in a year where Mercedes or where uh, Red Bull ran away with the constructors, there were questions asked multiple times last season about would would Perez, would the, would the consistency and lack thereof at times be his downfall and would they look another direction? Now, again, this is one race. He's had a, outside of, outside of what just happened, he's had a good year. And again, qualifying cost him, but that's just something to keep in mind going forward because this is not, nothing new, right, for the Red Bull with how good of a car it is. When you're that driver, number two behind Verstappen, the pressure is on. And I'll be fascinated to see how that's reflected uh, in the betting markets here going forward. So that, that was one big takeaway. And then uh, Mercedes, we finally got to see the upgrades in action there. Uh, Mikhail, after the last time you and I chatted, it was before uh, Imola and that was a, uh, that was postponed. Doesn't sound like they'll be able to make up that race with how packed and condensed the schedule is. So uh, it was supposed to be the debut there in the first one of the Italian races, but uh, we see some of those rollouts happen. And you know, all things considered, pace still way, way behind uh, the Red Bull and the Aston Martin. But you have to at least be somewhat satisfied, right? If you're Mercedes, a, a double top six there. Mercedes can't be satisfied with that result. Okay, I'm sorry. Uh, it- they got, well, they've gone from, what did you say earlier, chokers and fraud artists to at least respectable. But I, I get it. That's not their pedigree. But at least, they are, at least they're getting some solid points. That's, it's not I'm just trying that. to look at the bright side. It's, it's, not, it's not just that, right? The rain fell 
that's where the strategists at Mercedes were able to navigate those waters really well and put George Russell up there right behind Lewis Hamilton. Now, what I will say, it is performing better than the previous concept. And I know the question that everyone would have is like, all right, how can you say that they can't be happy yet it's performing better? Here is how. The drivers can finally feel the front end of the car, right? Whatever changes they made to the car on the floor, on the side pods, on the suspension, right, is finally working in tandem with each other. Yeah, well, and that's why I look at it and say, we all know this is a race for second this year from the team perspective. And Mercedes, like you point out very accurately, like there's only so much they can do. It's a crap car. Let's if We talked about it before. Let's be real. We, we've already called them out for failing to understand that from last off season to the start of this year. And so I just look at it and at least the, you know, on the bright side, it's like you pull within a point of Aston Martin for second in the constructors because Lance Stroll is just not even close to the driver that Fernando Alonso is. And he had just a, a brutal weekend. Uh, doesn't, does not uh, finish the race there. And, and right now you've pulled, I mean, almost 30 points clear of Ferrari who continue to shoot themselves in the foot at pretty much every turn sixth and eighth there for Ferrari. So that's why I look at it and say on a year that it's basically already a lost season by Mercedes high standards. They know the car just isn't there. They're trying to make these minimal improvements. To gain that type of ground has to be seen as a win, even if, yes, Monaco is a very unique one-off type race. That, that's my point. Yeah, so what we say is this week, so tomorrow's episode that comes out when we talk the Spanish Grand Prix is going to be vital for Mercedes. That is where we can fare what Mercedes has done with this new concept that they've brought in. Which is why, again, for the next five races, I am not going to be touching Mercedes with any of my bets, right? Speaking of my bets, sorry, Ben, have to talk about this. That, four, that, I, I buried the lead. I, I mean, I mean, not really, but I sort of did. Four out of five bets cashed, right? So let me go recap my bets. I had Max Verstappen fastest qualifier plus 150, 150, cash that ticket. I had that Max was dicey, Verstappen. though. Did you, did you think that was going to hit? I was getting nervous, but then I was watching his second sector into third sector. He managed to get out of those sectors really well, which is where he got the lap time was in the third sector, which means he had a really good second sector to get there. But Fernando Alonso in the Aston Martin low pace on that circuit, I I did not hesitate at that. I said, if, if I lose this bet, I don't mind it, because now we're seeing yeah. what Aston Martin could do. But... Yeah, so then I had race win. So I had two different numbers for Max Verstappen. I first looked at it Monday, Monday morning, and I saw minus 110. And for the first time, like, I got to jump on this number, right? So far during the season on the podcast, I've only given plus money value for Max Verstappen because the numbers have been too high. This was the first time we saw it below minus 120, actually below $2. Yeah, I was going to say, almost every week, whenever we've done, we've had these first looks, it's like, okay, minus 230, 250, and that's before any qualifying. So I, I, don't, I don't blame you at all. And it was, I mean, that was as much of a coast job as you could ask for in the end. So minus 110 seemed like a no-brainer. Then on Tuesday morning, something happened. The number changed. Uh, I still, for the life of me, could not figure out why, but that money changed to plus money valuation. And again, I jumped on Max Verstappen. So I got Max Verstappen at minus 110 and plus 115, 115 for the race win. I took both those numbers. I had to. Yeah, good luck getting those numbers the rest of the year, by the way. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> then you know where he's going to be. Good luck. Right, it showed what type of marksman that 
Max Verstappen is, right? I also had Fernando Alonso. Again, for some reason, they really did not gauge Fernando. I think the books are not really doing a good job here with Fernando Alonso. They have no idea how to, re- how to handicap Aston Martin and Fernando Alonso. He was at plus 105 to get into the podium. And Charles Leclerc was at minus 105 or something like that at DraftKings. I'm like, have you guys seen what Ferrari's doing? So Fernando Alonso, podium finish, top three. I will take that plus 105 money. And then the last bet that I had was a bit of a long shot. I did think that Haas could pull something out of the bag here and I got proven wrong. They didn't do a bad job. They just didn't have the pace. So the setup of the car just didn't work. But again, it's Haas. I knew I was going to expect something that wasn't well. It happened. So I had Nico Hulkenberg for a points finish at plus 185. That did not cash. So I'm going to give you this pro tip, guys. If you believe that a team and driver just have, even if it's a single race, in the bag, right, and you think that the numbers don't match, do not hesitate do not doubt yourself, because trust me, sports books can get this wrong. G- Giddy Mikhail Miranda after a nice little four and one week uh, there at Monaco. And by the way, just to just to look ahead, we'll have our full uh, Spanish Grand Prix show tomorrow. Minus two fifty for Max Verstappen uh, before we even <laughs> touch down back at uh, Barcelona. So yeah, back probably back to normal. And we'll. I mean, man, my biggest wins this year have been the Fernando uh, podium bets. I mean, he's just been rock solid. So we'll see how much more that uh, that number gets juiced. That those numbers are not out yet. So we're going to wait till tomorrow to do our full breakdown. So I'm I can't wait to see that, Mikhail. But I'm going to tell you uh, for the Spanish Grand Prix, I'm giving you guys a heads up right now. I'm going to look at Fernando Alonso to win those Grand Prix. Now that is a tease if I've ever heard one. Right there, he is Mikhail Miranda uh, at Mikhail Miranda. B, correct? Uh, yes. Is your, your, I, I'm finally getting that right on your social media. Um, all right, so we'll come back tomorrow. What a fun, uh, fun, always fun, you know, the, the Monaco week. Just the, more so just the crowds, the spectacle and all that. Another win for Max Verstappen, but we have a lot of betting angles now because it's a very quick turnaround right to Barcelona and uh, the, the Spanish Grand Prix. So excited for that. We'll have a lot of storylines to get into tomorrow. For Mikhail, I'm Ben. We'll catch you next time right here on the VEASAN Formula One Betting Podcast. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. 
Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.